Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Join in on a great conversation today with some of the world's great influencers as they showcase great advice and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome. I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. I interview some of the most successful people in the world, and I thank you for joining us. This show is dedicated to helping you turn your vision into reality. And here's a successful entrepreneur who provides insights and guidance you can use to move along your vision path. And listen to my shows at TonyDurso.com or go to your favorite podcast platform such as Apple Podcasts and search for Tony D-U-R-S-O. Now, before we get going, please stay tuned for important messages from our sponsors just ahead. Check out Masterclass. Now is the time to become the expert in the field of your interest. Listen for my story just ahead on what class I'm taking. And with an annual pass, you get a free one to share. Go to masterclass.com slash D-U-R-S-O and find the right person for your business at LinkedIn Jobs by going to linkedin.com slash Tony to get $50 off. I'll be telling you more about these sponsors just ahead, so please stay tuned. Today's show is about estate planning simplified with Cody Barbo, and we're going to be talking about fundraising and all sorts of great stuff for the business. Let's see what we can learn today. Oh, also, at the end of this interview, I'm going to do a summary recap of what we went over, so stay tuned for that. And you won't believe what I did after this interview. Well, after you listen to this, you probably will believe me. I'll tell you at the end. Stay tuned for that, too. Here's some info on Cody. Cody currently serves as founder CEO of Trust and Will, a modern estate planning software startup. He also serves on the San Diego State University Alumni Board of Advisors as VP of Partnerships. Here we go. Hi, Cody. Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. So good to have you on with us today. Hey, Tony. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. The honor is mine, Cody, and I'm looking forward to talking about estate planning and getting it all simplified. You know, we have entrepreneurs, small business owners, we have people of all walks in life here on the show. This is something I think that applies to everybody. So audience, success squad, listen up. We're going to talk about estate planning simplified and give you some really good information. Now, before we do that, Cody, we want to follow your journey to success. So tell us, how did it all start for you? What's your backstory? Yeah, I am born and raised in Southern California. I grew up in Orange County uh, from 1989 through 2007. And that is when I made my way down to San Diego about 13 years ago to go to school at San Diego State University, go Aztecs, where I took a, a little bit of an, orth- an orthodox path as a student. I didn't just go to school, get good grades, stay out of trouble, but I really took a passion for student leadership and was fortunate my senior year to serve as student body president of the, the students, associated students. Um, the unique thing about that role, and it's a tie-in to my role and involvement as an alumnus now, is that you also serve as the chief executive officer of associated students, which is a $30 million nonprofit organization. It's an umbrella organization to the university. So to be 21 years old, to have a $30 million budget, 80 full-time employees, 1,000 part-time, managing and operating seven on and off-campus facilities, speaking in front of hundreds, if not thousands of students, faculty, staff, parents, alumni. It was a defining moment for me as a young man because it's what put me down the path 
of entrepreneurship. It kind of rewired my brain to think what is possible, how to set a vision, get the right people behind it, and to really build an organization and a legacy. And the transition from school to entrepreneurship happened almost immediately. So from 2012 through today, I've now started three companies. My first was a social media app. <laughs> I was right out of college. I didn't really know what I was doing. But I call my practice run, and we can dive a little bit deeper into that in a second. My second company, Industry, was quite a bit of a success. My biggest success until we started Trust and Will. We had raised millions of dollars for that company. I had 25 employees. We'll tell a little bit more about the backstory of that. But I had an unfortunate ending to that company where I was ultimately let go by the board. And I want to kind of take time to unpack that a little bit. But silver lining of that departure was that I was in a very fortunate position to go right headfirst back into entrepreneurship to start Trust and Will, very much the turbo tax for estate planning. And for the last two and a half years, myself, my co-founders, along with our incredible team, have now built a product that over 70,000 Americans have signed up for. And we're only just getting started as a young company in the hopes of completely transforming an industry. So that's my quick story. Uh, I'm married. I got a little girl at home. I got a cute dog named Scooter who comes with me to the office every day. And I'm very blessed to live in San Diego with good friends and good family surrounding us. Oh, very cool. We can talk about dogs for quite a while. I have, I have my dog who usually hangs out with me while I interview, but today he's outside enjoying the beautiful Southern California weather. It's nice out today. I'm with you. Yeah, it is. Wow. It is. You're in San Diego. I'm in Anaheim, California. We have very similar weather, so it's very nice. I think that's why we live in California. I would agree. We but, pay that sunshine tax. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely right. Oh, and back to uh, back to the interview here. You're doing trust and will now, which is something we really want to know. And I understand you were in a different industry, and we can talk about that. But yep. what gave you that vision, Cody, for your current success? Yeah. So uh, for context of the time, so late summer 2017, I'm a few months away from getting married. And my wife and I, you know, we had one of those more uncomfortable dinner conversations where we're like, hey, we're getting married. We should probably talk about our finances. Do you have life insurance? Which led to the do you have a will conversation and we should be in each other's wills if we're going to go down this path in life together. And being a fairly uh, financially savvy consumer, especially millennial consumer, I have an app for everything, whether it's investing, managing my finances, setting up life insurance, doing my taxes with TurboTax. I really have built a digital first stack around my greater financial life. But the one area that just really surprised me that didn't exist or wasn't a category leading brand like a TurboTax was estate planning. In my mind, it was go to an attorney and spend thousands of dollars or go to LegalZoom and get something that's kind of a Band-Aid solution. It's okay, but it's not really something that's going to be growing with me over time as I get married, have kids, buy a home, grow my assets. And I was like, there's got to be someone that's doing this that's made it easy and affordable. And when myself, along with my co-founders, Daniel and Brian, who are also married with, with kids on the way now, it was just a very real conversation, not just in our own coffee shop talks, but also in our network. Our, most of our friends are 30 to 40 years old now. Majority are married, majority are having kids, and majority are buying homes. And while a lot of them have their finances in order, they have life insurance, they don't have an estate plan. And that was the spark to start exploring this industry. And why is there only 150 million people in this country that have this set of documents, leaving the other half of the population, another 150 million adults without these documents. 
And what are the repercussions that if you die and you don't have an estate plan, or if you have one, but it's severely out of date, how does that affect you and your family as your assets transfer? So basically just put us into this two to three month deep dive into a research project of what does the trust in the state's industry look like? And if we were to approach this with a thoughtful and intuitive digital offering, how would we introduce this to the everyday family? So I'll take a quick pause, but that's, that's kind of how we conceptualize the idea for trust and will. Very good points. Very needed. What a huge market, Cody. And you may have mentioned this, but I want to make sure that we pull that out and we understand because we want to follow your journey here. What's your purpose for doing what you're doing? Why are you doing it for everyone as opposed to just yourself? If you know anyone that's had to deal with probate court, it can be a nightmare. Unfortunately, my, I have family, my co-founders have family. In fact, the majority of our team have family members that do not talk to other family members, typically siblings, after a parent had passed. So a parent passed, they either had an estate plan, but it was out of date, or people thought that they were more entitled to a certain assets, most commonly the home or some investment accounts. Sometimes it's a family heirloom. And then for those family members that did not have an estate plan that ended up in probate, there's nothing to go off of, not even an out-of-date estate plan. And what often happens is you have family members and even caretakers, like an external caregiver or, or caretaker, that will get an attorney to lawyer up and to sue for what they think they're rightfully entitled to. So there's just like really bad stigma around probate. And on top of that, the cost, it's very expensive. It's an emotional toll because you're dealing with the death of a loved one. And you're oftentimes unknown to what will happen, what will happen to the house or what will happen to the financial accounts. And we felt that it was almost our duty to build an easy and uh, accessible solution for the everyday family, that this isn't something you can only do if you're wealthy, that this is if you have kids, if you have a home, if you have a couple hundred thousand in assets, you absolutely should have at the very least a will. And then as we educate you on the value and benefits of a trust, we can kind of hold your hand and upgrade you to that next set of documents when the time is right. Cody, I've seen the issues that family members have when one of their parents departs and passes and it can get ugly. It's, yeah. it's so weird. So I totally see why this is so needed because, you know, for some people, they're kind of humble. They're kind of like, you know, it'll all work out. But yet I've seen some really, let's say, nasty activities as a result of this. So, no, you're not just being kind and humble if you just let it go where the wind goes, because it can be kind of not so good at all. So the very, very needed. I see that because I have... You know, I've seen this in friends and associates. We're talking about estate planning simplified with Cody Barbo. And this is really amazing, guys. You just got to hang in there and really get some of this information, which is designed to help you. You may not need it now, but in the future, when you need something like this, I know that this is really going to be very helpful. You can find out more about this at trustandwill.com. There's no ampersand there. It's all spelled out A-N-D, trust, A-N-D, will.com. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about estate planning simplified with Cody Barbo. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. 
Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Hey guys, I'm having a blast taking classes from Masterclass. It's a whole new level of learning with world-class experts teaching just about anything you want. Masterclass lets you learn from the best with exclusive access to online classes taught by masters of their craft. You can learn The Art of Negotiation from Chris Voss, improve your storytelling skills from Neil Gaiman, or learn Self-Made Entrepreneurship from Sarah Blakely. With over 80 different instructors across tons of categories, there's literally something for everyone. Whether you're interested in TV writing, game design, investigative journalism, or French pastry fundamentals, there's a masterclass for you. There are over 80 exclusive classes taught by the masters. Yeah, I know I said that before. And really, you know most of these experts as they are household names. I'm working on the art of negotiation from Chris Voss. He spent 24 years of service with the FBI. Often, he was the lead international kidnapping negotiator. I'd love to interview him sometime. In one of the lessons, Chris plays actual footage of a hostage situation where a bank robber has taken hostages at a Chase Manhattan bank robbery, which has gone very wrong for the bank robbers. Chris uses techniques in his class and stops the tape at various places and identifies what he was doing. This is really interesting stuff you can use in the boardroom and during negotiations. Now, it's not that there are hostages there, but you learn how to read the person on the other side of the table and how you can get them to tell you more of what's going on and be truthful with you. You know this all too well. It seems too many deal makers think they're poker players and they don't want to give up key information. I really don't know where all that started. Now, with the understanding that Chris gives in this class, you actually change the playing field and put yourself in a stronger controlling position. All while being nice, friendly, and helpful, you got to check this out. I've learned about mirroring and labeling, just those two steps, and you can learn so much from a person without ever asking a question. That's right, no questions, and without giving out any information about yourself. Chris knows his stuff, and he's a foremost expert on negotiating. He's brilliant. The master classes are arranged in simple, short cinema class videos that teach one subject for a few minutes. There are practical examples on how to use that new skill. Along with this is a workbook that is simple, concise, and to the point. And to top it off, there is a community, and it's huge. Just on that class, you can start a new thread or join a thread about something you may have a question on or want to know more about. This community is very engaging. I was impressed at the quality and detail of questions, answers, and comments. And there's so many classes. There's a ton of stuff. You got to just check it out and go to masterclass.com slash D-U-R-S-O and see what interests you. Okay, guys, buy one annual Masterclass All Access Pass for yourself and get one free to share. Go to masterclass.com slash D-U-R-S-O to get started with this limited time offer. That's masterclass.com slash D-U-R-S-O. You know those words, right? Master class.com slash D-U-R-S-O. All right, guys, check it out, sign up, and tell me how much you love it. You're listening to The Tony D'Urso Show with special VIP guests. Now, back to Tony and his guest. 
All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn today. Today's show is about estate planning simplified with Cody Barbo. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this, and I'll share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. Cody co-founded Niche. Niche is a private location-based photo sharing application that allows users to create a niche at any location, invite friends and share photos, Pokemon Go for content. And that before its time, Niche was dissolved in 2014. All right. And now back to the chat with Cody. Cody, let's get into your vision path here. Now, you've kind of given me the idea of how this happened here with your purpose and your vision. So I can go online and I can fill out my trust and will and just set the whole thing up. Yeah. All of our entire experience happens online, except for the signature and notary piece. So a question that comes up often is, hey, how is this legal? You're doing this online. These are really important documents, really important decisions that we're making about who looks after our kids, who gets our stuff, who can carry out final wishes, whether it's burial or cremation on our behalf. How is this legal? All of our documents are state-specific. We have raised over $8 million in venture capital from some of the best investors in this country. And we have a 10-year trust in the state's attorney on our team that's taken a very thoughtful and, again, state-specific approach to how these documents are created. So once you've gone through the online experience, which with our will takes anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes, with our trust takes anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes, it's really a decision tree. If you've used TurboTax, which 40 million Americans use every year to file their taxes, it feels very similar to that flow from start to finish. We have live chat support throughout the entire process to chat with real members of our team. It's not a bot. It's not somebody in another country. It is a team member in our office here in San Diego to answer any questions. And then after you've finished, you have endless time. You can have infinite time to review the decisions that you've made either yourself or with your spouse. And then you print and ship the documents and in order to make them legally valid, that's where that digital or the signature and the notary piece comes in for you to then store the documents in a safe place. When you say state specific, this is good for any of the 50 United States as well as United States territories? Including D.C., including Washington, D.C. So we're at, wherever I am, I could be in Puerto Rico, I could be in the Philippines, I could be in Hawaii. I can actually drill down and have what's legal and binding and official for my territory. So not U.S. territories like Puerto Rico or U.S. Virgin Islands, per se. You could create it there, but you'd have to be a resident of one of the 50 states or the District of Columbia. Those are, those are the states and the one territory that we operate in. All right, that's fine. So we can go on and answer. I'm really interested in this. Is there anything to look out for when we're doing our own estate planning? Uh, do you have resources there to help oh, us? Because yeah. We're going to have questions, and usually we'll pay the money to an attorney, a lawyer, whatever, to answer some of these questions. So how do we navigate through that? Great question. It's probably the most important question. So first and foremost is we have live chat support throughout the entire experience. So there's a chat bubble you'll see in the bottom of the screen. It is persistent from start to finish. It'll be a real member from our team here in our office in San Diego. Second, every single page that you're on on the website, there's a little FAQ that slides up from the bottom. And that FAQ is going to answer any questions that you have about the decision you're making. Like, what is a trustee? What is an executor? What is a contingent beneficiary? All of those are answered in the FAQ. And then the third is we have our Learn Center. So when this goes live, you're on our website, you click the Learn Center, the, the equivalent of a blog, but our Learn Center at the top. 
And we'll have amazing content for you to fall back on to read and research as you're going throughout this experience. The thing that I love most about Trust and Mole, and this is oftentimes what's reflected in our five-star reviews, is the live chat support and the fact you can go through the entire experience all the way till the very end without payment. So we never want people to feel rushed and have to pay up front in order to start this process. Once you've finished reviewing everything with you and your spouse, double-checked it, crossed your T's, dotted your I's, then once you pay is when we release the final documents to you. And even if you see something after the final documents have been received and want to make the changes, you have the full year to come back and make those updates online. And we'll do a complimentary print and reship for you just to make you have that peace of mind at the end of the day. I'm astounded. I really am that this is available. This is so needed. Forget about the contention in the family and workers or associates or caregivers. Forget all of that. Just to have your life organized so you know what's going on. Where's it going? Because unfortunately and sadly, it's sometimes it's not done by a lot of people and it's left for the family members to figure out. And I think that's part of why you get into these families suing each other and doing horrible things to each other because of it. So guys, you may not think it's an issue, but if you're going to leave something onto others, it can very well be an issue for them. And I've seen really sad things happen. This is just a What is that uh, phrase? An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. It's just a little bit goes a long way on this. Couldn't agree more. Well, thank you very much. Now, there was one thing that you mentioned about this in terms of the future. Is there some updates coming? Because you mentioned something off air about the scenario of two men entering, one man leaving scenario. Can you kind of take us through what maybe the future and what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. So there's a couple of things that I I really am excited to share today. The first are two products in particular that are new for us that just went live here in the first quarter of 2020. And now, even though we're live nationwide, now in the state of California, we have our attorney tier. So if you're in our trust product, once you filled out the basic section, there's an attorney consultation button at the top. We've had folks that are a little more affluent come through the pipeline or even some folks, some of our members that just want the attorney, even though they prefer the digital experience. So we're bringing the attorney tier to market. It's, again, a premium offering. It's similar to how TurboTax introduced TurboTax Live with the live CPA service. But we're really proud to start that with the state of California. We'll probably bring that to the top 10 states by population by the end of 2020, um, and then eventually the rest of the country. We're still a startup, so we're still (laughs) working state by state in that regard. The second is a product that I'm very proud of, we are very proud of, called Trust and Will for Advisors. We have had, in the last two and a half years, as you can imagine, hundreds of financial advisors reach out to Trust and Will saying, hey, look, we work with tens or hundreds of families as their advisor. And one of the things that we often discuss is the estate plan. Do they have one? Or do they need one? And we just basically built a product for financial advisors to help onboard their clients into the Trustable ecosystem. It's a really, really great way for us to obviously bring new members into our network, but also to give an additional value add for financial advisors that are out there that want to check off that box for their clients that they have a complete estate plan. So those are two products for 2020 that we're really proud of. As we think longer term, two years out, three years out of where we are headed as a company, We are building the foundation to be the category leader for modern estate planning. And our hope is that over the next several years and in perpetuity, we're able to help tens of millions of families out there create, manage, and distribute their estate plans entirely online 
We are digitizing the process from start to finish. We in the future will be digitizing assets so you never have to chase pen and paper as you move and retitle assets in and out of the trust. The whole experience is to make this frictionless, easy, and approachable. And we're going to continue to invest in our technology and in our team. As I mentioned earlier, we've raised $8 million in venture capital to date. We will continue to raise the necessary capital to build that best-in-class experience until we have a national brand presence and we can continue to help Americans protect their legacy and not end up in probate court. Cody, while you were going through this, a vision came to me of it's a seemingly, and I'm not you know, Googling the stats, but a seemingly preponderance of our society today is not as affluent as we would like it to be. And I can just imagine people listening to this now going, well, I'll do that when I get my house. I'll do that when you know, I win the lotto. I'll do that maybe when my parents pass and I'll inherit their estate. I'll do that when, when, when. And that leaves the question here. You know, when someone does this, it's not set in stone. I'm, I'm sure they can add an asset. Hey, I just got this. Or, hey, I just inherited this. Or, hey, I just got another house. How easy is it, as well as costly or, or inexpensive, to add on more and build as we grow? Because as we go through life, things are going to change. It doesn't always stay the same. Such a great question. Well, I'd love to hit on the fact that in the time that we have been speaking just today alone, Tony, you could have already completed your estate plan. The listeners could have already had a complete estate plan just in the time that we've been talking. Now, to hit on your your point about ongoing updates and maintenance, so one of the things that we really like to take a lot of pride in is that our product is not going to cost you $129 a year for the will. It costs $129 to set it up, but then it's a small annual subscription for those ongoing updates. Or if you set up the trust, which is a $500 product, it's not $500 a year. It's a small annual subscription. Now that annual subscription, what it's going to get you is peace of mind that if life events are changing, and I can use myself as the example, I got married two and a half years ago. My wife and I had a baby last month. We'll be buying a home in the next year or two. We'll be having, hopefully, (laughs) I got to confirm with my wife still, another child or two in the next few years. All of these updates should be justified and reflected in that estate plan. And to not have to pay the full price or to not have to go to an attorney and spend thousands of dollars to make a simple update was something that was really important to our team. And what I love about our very customer success-driven organization is that we're not going to wait for you to come tell us that this change happened. We are already checking in twice, some cases three times per year with our members saying, hey, Did any of these things change? Did you move states? Did you buy a new home? Did you receive an inheritance or have a liquidity event? Did you have another child? Click this link. It logs you back into your estate plan. You're already in our subscription tier. Make the necessary changes. We'll reprint and ship the documents to you. That's it. You don't have to start from scratch again. Just make the small change that happened in your life. We'll take care of the rest. Can you help explain trust and some of the different trust options for the audience? Because we all hear this word trust. To some, it means different things, but there are different types of trust. So perhaps maybe you could give a little outline of that to kind of bring more of us up to speed. Yeah, I think that uh, most people know about a will because they saw it in a movie, like this movie Knives Out that came out with Daniel Craig and a bunch of other big celebrities. The whole movie was based on the will. Or they know about it through their family. It's generally a common understanding. But trust is seemingly more complex or has a falsehood of being uh, reserved for the affluent because you hear the term trust fund baby when you're growing up or you hear trust fund baby in pop culture. 
But really, the most important thing is that a trust avoids probate. You are moving or retitling your assets into the trust. Think of it like a box. Everything from your home to your financial and investment accounts, any assets that you own, you're just renaming or retitling into the trust in order to preserve them and protect them from probate. And probate is, again, where the government is going to take their cut when you eventually pass. Whether you have a will or even if you die without an estate plan, your assets, you die intestate. You still have to have your assets go through probate. So what we love about our trust product is that it really is geared more towards the homeowner. If you own property or if you own a a home, for most American families, it's the largest asset they'll ever own. And for us, we're like, well, let's help them protect that asset from probate. So we don't force people into the trust tier. In fact, we try and help people start with the will tier since that's what they're most familiar with. And as they go through the flow of the product, they can quickly upgrade to the trust if it's a good fit for them at that time. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about estate planning simplified with Cody Barbo. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hey guys, when it's time to hire, I know that finding the right person for your company can be challenging. This is especially true in a small business where every employee truly impacts the organization. So when you're ready to find that next hire, LinkedIn can help. LinkedIn Jobs matches your role with qualified candidates so you can find the right person quickly. I'm in LinkedIn Jobs right now and you'll see that there are two sections. One is Jobs Available and the other is Companies Hiring. And with a few clicks of suggested searches, you can find the right job or internship for you to apply. And you can search for a job just about any place in the world. Perhaps with more people working at home, this may open up the playing field more and allow more jobs to get filled faster. Just a thought, if you're looking for a job, definitely check this out. And if you're an employer and you want some good candidates to apply, then this is the place for you to post your job for a lot of people to see. Tons of people looking for work come here and apply. And this means you should get some good candidates applying for your job posting. I highly recommend you check it out and see how easy it is to get some good candidates. And if you're not hiring right now, and I understand that, I welcome you to check out linkedin.com slash Tony so that you know what's available when the time comes to use it. Look around and see what's there. That's prudent. LinkedIn is an active community of professionals with 675 million members worldwide. LinkedIn Jobs screens candidates with the hard and soft skills you're looking for so you can hire the right person faster. Things like collaboration, creativity, adaptability. LinkedIn looks beyond just hard skills and puts your job post in front of qualified candidates every day so it's seen by people looking for jobs like yours. That's why companies rate LinkedIn Jobs the number one hiring platform for delivering quality hires. Okay, guys, find the right person for your business with LinkedIn Jobs. You can pay what you want and get the first $50 off. Just visit linkedin.com slash Tony. Again, that's linkedin.com slash T-O-N-Y to get $50 off your first job post. 
Terms and conditions apply. You'll remember that, right? LinkedIn.com slash Tony. All right, guys, check it out and tell me how much you love it. You're listening to the Tony D'Urso Show with special VIP guests. Now back to Tony and his guest. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn today. Today's show is about estate planning simplified with Cody Barbo. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this, and I'll share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. And now back to the chat with Cody. The trust that we offer is called a revocable living trust. You can change it throughout your lifetime, anytime. When you get more into the more affluent or higher net worth, you'll have people set up different types of trusts, sometimes an irrevocable trust or an eyelid, an irrevocable life insurance trust, or sometimes grandparents will want to set up a trust for their grandchildren, not their children. So you'll set up a generational skipping trust. Or you have parents with uh, children, both children, minor, but also adult children with special needs, and they want to set up a special needs trust. Those more complex trust types we don't offer today, but are something that we talk about internally and would like to offer in the future But you take the everyday family again, they own a home, they have up to a couple million in assets, a revocable living trust is a perfect fit for them. And that's the document set. That's what we have when you select our trust tier on our website. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Plus there's your chat and also a person, if they want, they can actually get an attorney and actually discuss more about it. It all depends on them and what they have to, what they have, what their assets are or how detailed they want to go take this. Yeah, Exactly. Cody, this is very interesting. And you mentioned earlier throughout this interview, actually, a couple of times you've gone and gotten venture capital and you make it sound so easy, but there's some of of us, it's not so easy. It's work and they give away the farm. I've heard of people, you know, I think you mentioned something about this. They're fired or let go by the company that they started. What is that story? I could have it wrong. I have to search, but we're doing the interview. What is it? The the founder of Uber only owns like 1%. I mean, so it, there's a little scariness to venture capital. So maybe you can kind of, you've been through this a little bit, kind of give us some of your experience. Yeah. So fundraising, uh, it can be a great thing for many businesses and it can also be a totally inappropriate fit. There's plenty of success stories of companies that have never raised an outside dollar from investors that have gone on to be multi-billion dollar hits But for the path that we've chosen to go down with Trust and Will, we decided to go down the path of raising outside capital. I'm not worth millions of dollars. I don't have millions of dollars to put into a startup like this. I'm still young, still building my own financial foundation. But the risk reward is that if we can convince professional investors to believe in the vision that we have for this company, believe that the market opportunity is big enough, believe that we are the team that can make it happen, that our approach is going to make us the winner, potentially in a space that has maybe other players, the way that there's Uber and Lyft or Airbnb and VRBO, Coke and Pepsi, that if we have the right ingredients with the right amount of capital at strategic times throughout the company's journey, we can go from a small startup as we are today into a public company over the next three, five, 10 years, if that's the right path for us or if the path is to get acquired. So the route to raising capital, it's very, very unique. It's not like Shark Tank. I think Shark Tank has done an absolutely wonderful job of introducing 
the value add of investors if they are the right investor for the right type of company. But as any Shark Tank viewer knows, sometimes the sharks put on their shark hat or their shark fin, and they're trying to get to take advantage of uh, an entrepreneur or the deal, or they'll just buy the company outright because they think they can make more money off owning it themselves than the founders of those companies. So when we started Trustamol, we were very fortunate to have a strong network of angel investors. An angel investor is a high net worth accredited investor that's typically writing checks from $10,000, usually up to $100,000 into a company. It's usually less than 5 or 10% of their total net worth or liquid money that they're willing to risk the same way that they'd be willing to maybe risk it in Vegas, but actually put it into a company in the hopes that if that company goes on to get bought or to IPO, that they might get 100x or 1,000x return on their investment. And I think that the greatest example in recent times is uh, Uber. Uber is now a public company. Some of the early angel investors that put in $100,000, that $100,000 over the course of the last decade turned into $100 million for them. So to even think that that's conceivable to give a return to an investor of that multiple, it feels really good. But at at the same time, you also have to set expectations with investors that if they're putting in their money this early in to a company that has maybe no customers, no revenue, no market validation, other than a great team and a great hunger and drive to build something, that it could amount to nothing. And that's the risk and expectation you have to set with angel investors. So we're very fortunate that we raised half a million dollars from angel investors in the first six months of our company's history that allowed us to you know, put a roof over our heads at home get our initial product built, get our first round of customers, and basically fund the business for the first year. And once we hit uh, a revenue goal, once we started to understand our business a little bit better, we decided, okay, now we need to go raise more capital, but we need to go and raise a little bit more than angel investors are typically comfortable with. And that's the transition to venture capital. So I'll take a quick pause there. I would love to talk about the difference between angels and venture capitalists next. I would like to educate the audience a little bit more on that. And also, there's some serious challenges when you take that money. You know, it's, do I do it? You know what? Maybe this is just that question because angels require less while the capitalists require more. And it all depends on how much, I think how much you want to give of your company. But there's so many facets to it. Let's just carry on with the conversation and we'll, we'll go back to angels and the others. Yeah, yeah. And I'm happy to recommend some books that I think are really helpful for anyone out there that's thinking about going down this path. The difference between angel investors is in its simplest form. An angel investor, it is their money. If they want to make the decision, they can make the decision on the spot versus traditional venture capital. They're usually investing other people's money. They have, uh, say, a $100 million fund. They raise that $100 million from LPs, limited partners. Those limited partners can be anyone from high net worth individuals to family offices to college endowments, fund of funds, big corporate companies. There's a way uh, to kind of formulate a certain expected return for those LPs that if they're taking $100 million, they're going to deploy that across 40 companies. They only really need one or two of those companies to return the fund. So return $100 million twice over, then they can return that to their investors. And then maybe 10 to 20% of those companies return 10x or 50x. And then the rest could fail. But as long as they have one or two companies that could return the fund, another 10 to 20% that give a 10 to 50x multiple, they're in a really, really good position to then go raise more money, 
hit some get some carry on the outcomes of those portfolio investments. And that's where you see firms like Andreessen Horowitz, Sequoia, Kleiner Perkins, General Catalyst. I could go on and on down the list. Firms that have been around now for 10, 15, 20, 30 years that have just had amazing outcomes based on the investments that they've made. And those are companies like Facebook, Google, Apple, fill in the blank. So with venture capitalists, it is a little bit uh, more delicate game to play because they typically aren't just investing in your company, taking equity. They're oftentimes taking a board seat. They oftentimes are taking a different class of stock. So common stock is usually held by the founders, the team. Usually your angel investors are common stock. And then your VCs are getting preferred stock. Preferred stock has preferential treatment that if the company gets bought or goes public, they're going to get paid out first. You have to be very thoughtful of both the governance as well as the economics when you're going to go raise venture capital. And it's almost just as important to as who you're choosing as an investor when it comes to VC as it is to choosing a co-founder. Because the average length of a private company's history that goes and sells or goes public is about 7 to 10 years now. So you're going to be in bed with these investors for quite some time and really want to make sure that it's a values fit, they're the right partner, and that you've done your homework, just as much research as they're doing on your company, that they're the right fit. You talk to other investments they've made, you've gotten feedback from how it is to work with them. And we've been very diligent in working with some very quality investors over the last two years and how we've raised this $8 million now in capital for Trust and Will. It's an amazing amount that you've raised. I once did a fundraise, just angels, family, friends, angels. I raised $3.25 million in six months for a tech startup company. And what I've noticed is the angels, they're not involved in the management. They don't have that say-so. It's a whole different hierarchy. And if you can go that way, which you did, I see it very successful. It's, a, of course, a better and it's the preferred way to build a company. And sometimes that's all you need is just some angels to just get the whole thing rolling. Right, exactly. And that's the thing that's great is there's, a handful, again, a handful of examples of companies that either never raised outside capital or they only needed that first investment. Like this is where I can go back to Shark Tank is like the scrub daddy, this little dishwasher scrub. I think Lori Grenier put in, I don't know, $100,000. That company does $100 million in revenue now. It's unbelievable what just a small injection of capital at the right time with the right investor can do for a business without necessarily having to go down the path of raising more capital, giving up more equity. While we're on this, is there anything that you would have done differently on your journey through this? Yeah, well, I think it helps just to go back to the very, very beginning of the podcast. This isn't my first rodeo. This is my third startup, my second venture-backed startup. And... One of the things that was very important to myself and to my co-founders going into this company versus the previous company is that really choosing our investors more so than them choosing us. The last company, I'm still grateful for the opportunity and the investors that we had, but I was younger. I was 25, 24, 25 when we raised our angel and venture rounds, respectively. I was still sing- well, I was dating my wife, but you know, not engaged or married with a kid. And now that I'm a little bit older, a little more mature, I really wanted to think through who is the better fit for us versus us just being a better fit for some investor. And from our angel investors, we basically handpicked from our network. With our venture investors, they all came from relatively warm introductions from great founders or great people in our network, folks that we trusted very deeply. 
This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about estate planning simplified with Cody Barbo. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Hey guys, short and sweet. Would you like to quickly create beautiful sales funnels that convert your visitors and leads and then customers? And without having to hire or rely on a tech team? Well, say no more. ClickFunnels is here. It's changing the lives of entrepreneurs and it's changed mine too. Start your free 14-day trial now. Start building your first funnel right now and join the 101,000 plus entrepreneurs who are actively using ClickFunnels to easily get their products and their message out to the world. Yeah, really, over 101,000 entrepreneurs are using ClickFunnels now. So start your free 14-day trial now. Start building your first funnel right now at TonyDURSO.com slash click. That's TonyDURSO.com slash click to start your free 14-day trial now, today, and start building your first funnel today. TonyDURSO.com slash C-L-I-C-K. Check it out, sign up, and tell me how much you love it. You're listening to The Tony D'Urso Show with special VIP guests. Now, back to Tony and his guest. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn today. Today's show is about estate planning simplified with Cody Barbo. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this and I'll share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. Cody was the founder and CEO for Venture Back Industry. Industry is a professional network and hiring solution for the service and hospitality industry. Cody was unexpectedly dismissed from the company by the board. Though heartbreaking, this experience led to a new resolve, determination, and ultimately to the idea of trust and will. And now back to the chat with Cody. I think that's part of the reason why we've managed to do so much in such a short period of time. We've only been a company for two and a half years. We have over 70,000 people that have signed up for our service. We have 17 people on the team. We have about, I think between our angels and our venture investors, about 40 or so investors all in. They're all incredibly talented, well-networked, well-capitalized. And our hope is that not only can we drive them a return on whatever the outcome of our company is getting bought or going public, but that we can continue to have their support, not just financially, but through mentorship, coaching, and expertise and network over the several years or the years to come. Absolutely amazing. And, you know, we talked a little bit about the future of the company and some of the things, but what are you looking to accomplish in the next few years? Are you planning to build any offshoots, other companies? Kind of take us what your future looks like. Yeah. My first and foremost priority is to be a great husband and a great father to my daughter. That is, I think, what most people aspire to do. And then the second priority is to be a great leader here at Trust and Mull. I'm very fortunate to have two incredible co-founders, this wonderful team we have, the investors that have believed in us to back our vision. And I really am curious to see how far can this thing go? How can we build a foundation today that effectively could serve tens of millions of families over the years to come? 
And rather than sell early, could we take this company public and have that same recognition nationally that TurboTax does and how they service 40 million Americans for their taxes every year? How can we service, again, tens of millions of families for their estate planning needs from the creation of the estate plan, the management of the estate plan, and eventually the distribution of that estate plan with the work that we're doing at Trust and Will? Cody, what personal habits do you have that you believe fully contribute to your success? I've been very fortunate to have wonderful mentors in my life. Uh, I think my, my family, first and foremost, has been the biggest supporter. I'm very grateful for their support, obviously. But I think when I was kind of really getting into the student leadership place in college, but even post-college going down this path of entrepreneurship, I surrounded myself with great mentors. I took the time to invest in myself, investing in my knowledge and education around startups and entrepreneurship investing in my health, taking care of my health uh, mentally and physically, and then also relationally. I, I really wanted to start a family, and I'm very fortunate that my wife has supported me now across three startups. I don't know how she puts up with it, but she's seen the kind of fruits of my labor kind of come to fruition for our family now. And I've also taken time to mentor a lot of entrepreneurs. I, I think that it's, it's great to have mentors and to invest in yourself. But if you're not giving back, if you don't foster a mindset of giving back or being a selfless leader, I think that it's, it, it'd be a shame. So I'd like to see that same success that I've had early in my career reflected in other entrepreneurs out there. So I try and take some time in order to help others. I don't have the, the angel investment or the capital to make angel investments yet, but that's something that I hope to be able to do over the next couple of years. I have a feeling that's going to happen. Lastly, Cody, are there any great resources you'd love to share with our audience, Success Squad? Yeah. So fundraising specifically, fundraising is the single hardest thing you'll do as a founder. It doesn't matter what your background is, the type of business you're building, what your product is that you're selling. Uh, two books that I found to be incredibly helpful. The first is Venture Deals by Brad Feld. Brad Feld is uh, one of the investors at Foundry Group out of Boulder, Colorado. He's a co-founder of Techstars. Brad is one of the biggest voices and names in tech startups venture. Venture Deals is a great book. The second is The Secrets of Sand Hill Road by Scott Cooper. Scott's uh, an investor at Andreessen Horowitz, one of the top firms out of the Valley. Those two books were instrumental in having a better framework for fundraising. And then the second is just have great mentors. If you want to build a great company, you need to build a personal board of directors. That personal board of directors needs to be people that have built companies recently or are currently building a company rather than somebody who did it 20, 30 years ago and is regurgitating uh, dated news. The time it takes to get something off the ground is so much faster. The amount of capital and resources today is actually less than it was 5, 10, 15 years ago to get something off the ground with companies like Shopify providing online retail stores, being able to put up a shop on Amazon within a couple of days. You can really build that great personal board of directors to help you move a little bit faster if you want to be an entrepreneur. Well, thank you so much. Once again, we talked about Estate Planning Simplified with Cody Barbo, and you can find him at trustandwill.com. Cody, I learned so much. I thought I knew most of this. You just, <laughs> this was great for myself. I hope it was as good for the audience. Thank you so much. Really appreciated you spending some time with us on this. It was a pleasure, Tony. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thanks everyone for tuning in. Really, really nice today. Hey, Success Squad. Thanks for hanging out with me while I featured an elite entrepreneur who took his vision to reality. I hope this was as inspiring for you as it was for me to do this interview. I learned a lot. The insights are so valuable. So how did you like it? 
Estate Planning Simplified with Cody Barbo. Before this interview, did you know there was no easy way to do an estate plan and set up a trust and will? I didn't realize it was so difficult before, and I hope you follow suit, because after this interview, guess what? I went to trustandwill.com, signed up, and did the entire estate planning with my wife present. And you probably won't believe me when I tell you we did the entire thing, including listing of our assets in probably some 15 or 20 or so minutes. It went so fast, I couldn't believe it was over. Everything is there, turnkey, and it walks you through all the questions to answer. I did have two questions later, and I got responses the next day. Yeah, it really was that fast, and in these days and times, I think it's a necessity to have in place. You probably know some of the horror stories of people who did not have such planning in place and the horrors of probate court and so forth. Listen to this interview again and learn why this is important. And then please get your estate planning put in place with this simple system. And did you pay good attention to the later section on fundraising and getting capital infusions to launch your company or to take it to another level? Those are great points to consider and I hope to help you decide better which path to go down when you think about outside funding to build or grow your company. There's so much more I got out of this interview. What did you get? I'd love to know how you use this information to help you in your business or career. Reach out to me. Okay, guys, now grab hold of your vision. Decide you're either going to start something great or take it to the next level. You have to decide first. It always starts with the decision. And you can get my vision map to help you along the process. The free ebook is at TonyDURSO.com. I created my empire in just a few years. That's all it took. I had the vision map as my guide. I wrote it all up, so now you can do it too. And once again, check out all of my shows. They're all designed to help you get to the next level in your business or career. Let's help you move on your journey to success. And if you have access to any Apple device, go to Apple Podcasts, look up my name, Tony, D-U-R-S-O, and please subscribe to my show. A kind review there will get you tremendous appreciation back in return. Thanks, guys. And remember, just take action. Success awaits those who persevere and remain steadfast despite the odds. Sow good seeds, do good deeds, and join me on the next episode of The Tony D'Urso Show. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Tony D'Urso Show with his key influencers. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 